You are now tuning into Two Kids from the Bronx podcast. Two Kids from the Bronx. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Two Kids from the Bronx. Ow! The official podcast of 12by6.com. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're back at it again, recording live from a fr- on a Friday night in the Bronx. No, n- nice Friday evening. You know, got a couple drinks in us. Might as well figure. You know, we, we talk Why some not? stuff. Yeah, you know. Why not? Talk that talk. A um, lot of stuff been going on in the hip hop world. Um, beef. Now, Taj, what's beef? Beef is what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what beef is when you can't walk in the streets? Beef yeah. is when I see you. You see me. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed to be a CQ. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff been going down. Um, you know, old school, new school rappers, um, quote unquote legends. Um, you know, real street dudes. Depending on real. who. Depending on who's speaking. Um, but yeah, you know, we got the whole game Meek Mills, which kind of, you know, transitioned into who knows Meek Mills, Beanie Siegel. Like, it's crazy. It's like that, you know, the game, Big Mills, old news right now. And that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, the whole pest control, um, the game with the, you know, the 92 bars and then Meek Mills, you know, coming back with the response. Uh, what beans on the response? He was on it. He was in the studio with him. You seen it, you we know. We saw the pictures. We saw, yeah, we saw they it. They were there. Philly was there. Um. But a lot of, you know, I, I don't really want to go too deep on the whole Meek Mills game thing. Cause I feel like, you know, that's in the back burner at this point. Yeah, but we we analyzed that. Yeah, you know, game did what he had to do. He got his, you know, 15 minutes, his publicity, and now it's like it's pretty much old news. The album's out now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you know what the numbers by any chance? I, no, it just came out. So oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even get to hear the album yet, so I don't even know what the album could yet. I still got to hear that. Yeah, definitely got to do that. Um, but yeah, so... Um, Pretty much right after the whole uh, pest control meat milk thing, um, you know, beans and game. Well, game went on the Breakfast Club. Was talking about how like, you know, what happened and that, you know, beans called him, blah blah blah, whatever. And then beans kind of, not kind of, he got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be nice about yo. He kind of got you know. <laughs> so beans was in a, Beanie Siegel was in um. A concert Bad backstage. boy concert Bad boy concert You know I guess he would go out there Show love in Philly Yeah he was gonna perform And then one of the dream chasers One of Meek Mill's boys He didn't like the way You know Beans was moving The way he was kinda You know Depicting the whole situation So He did what he felt He had to do Stole on him We all saw the video Saw the video Caught him from the side so, Bam So now Beans comes out couple, Like two days later Gets on the podcast a Couple of that Gets on the breakfast club Tells his side of, Quote unquote His side of the story uh, like you know what I mean like whether or not it's a sucker punch blah 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 but you know why he did what he did kind of backtracked yeah and that's the whole thing too it's like he backtracked from the whole Meek Mills like he's like yo I'm riding with Philly I'm riding with Meek to, to quote a Philly dude I'm riding with the young bull and then he kind of backtracked and it's like those are the repercussions you're gonna deal with Beans obviously like I don't yeah that's the one thing I didn't get it's like okay Whatever you're saying, like, like what 
This is like one of the few times that I completely agree with Charlemagne the God. Yeah. Like the entire time through. At the end of the day, you came through to, you know, that, that whole studio session when they were making that diss track. You came through. You didn't have to. Because mm-hmm. it was already there. Like, you, you said Amelia was already there. Mm-hmm. They was already going to do this. You came through and you, you made it your business. Up more. Yeah. yeah. You, and you put yourself in. You inserted exactly. yourself into this. And then Meek Mill came and whatever, whatever happened. Mm-hmm. So, you made the decision to get involved in, into this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you picked a side, clearly, because you was on their side. You came and you had a line in the song and everything. So, it's it's really weird that you would come and you would, you would flip-flop regardless and say, oh, you know, uh, me and Game are cool, this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And then now you're on The Breakfast Club. Uh, you're on uh, Tax Stone podcast, podcast, yeah, and you're pretty much saying, "Oh, how you know?" You're pretty much you're shitting on Meek, exactly, and, and that's it. Looks weak. It looks yeah. You you look like you you you, you flip flopping. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like you look crazy, and you Beanie Siegel. Like we grew up on Beanie. It's true. Like and you you looking like a a Suck. fraud, like a sucker. Sucker. Mm-hmm. And you took a sucker punch, <laughs> a sucker, a sucker punch for a sucker. <laughs> and it's like, yo, you, you building up. You want us to feel sorry for you, or something, and you saying that it's no agenda. And then, like, after the sucker punch happens, you, you drop a diss, a diss track. Then the day after, you drop another diss track. Yeah. And then the, and then a day of the Breakfast Club interview, you drop another diss, diss track. track. Yeah. And you saying like there's no agenda? You just you know you doing it for whatever, and you saying how things would have went differently, and you were thinking differently, and you was trying to you know, and it's like that's the thing we too. don't believe you. That's the thing too. He's like yo, he goes I'm beans, but I'm also Mac, and if Mac want to do something, dude, you're the same person. You you're not bipolar. You're one guy exactly. So stop this. You don't got schizophrenia. Exactly, that's the word. I was gonna say bipolar. It's schizophrenia where you you know you have multiple people. Multiple personalities or whatever, dude. You're one dude, so stop. You're one this, man. Stop this this fake facade. You know what I mean? Like you're this one is, old man, and your time has passed. It, exactly, and it's like, yo, if you if you in you in if you in for a penny, you in for a pound. Like that's it. You got. You know, man. Yeah, you say. I remember he said and he's like he got up and he was he, he was going through something, but he was like, nah. Puff called me out, so I'm gonna go perform now. Like nah, dog. No, ain't no way. Someone knock, someone knock me down, and I get up and go. You know what? The show must go on. Nah, it wasn't even your show. <laughs> it wasn't your show. What you did? Three songs? Probably is a bad boy tour. Probably one song. One song. Probably half of that one song. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, he's, you know, going back to Breakfast Club interview. He's saying, "Oh, Charlamagne," and I, honestly, I'm gonna keep on with you. I, I really like Charlamagne in that interview because I felt like. He held his ground. He did. He asked a tough question. He he didn't let Beans, you know, talk his way out. He didn't let Beans bully his way out of it because he tried. Charlamagne literally called him a sucker, called him a hater, told him he's loyal to to the dollar, to the opportunity. Plot. Exactly. So it's like opportunist. Opportunity. Yeah. There you go. So it's like I really like, you know, tip of the cap to Charlemagne on that one. Um, but even during the interview, he's talking about oh, um, he's like yeah. So who called you to the studio? He's like, nah, nobody called me. So how you knew you was? How did? 
How do you want to go to the studio? How do you, 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 you just felt it? Exactly. <laughs> how did you even know they were in the studio? And it's like, I right. so it's like going to your thing, Tati. It's like, nobody called you to be a part of this, but now you, you know what I mean? So you went in and now you like, nah, I'm not really feeling it. So of course, you know what I mean? Um, Meek's boy is going to try to lay hands on you because yeah. that's, being you from the streets, what you, what you thought was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like you, I think he's kind of living in like 1999, yeah, he 2000. Think, he think he back in 2002, you know. Like I said in last podcast, yeah. like um, the dude that snuffed him, his people, it's the one yeah. that got him to come to the studio. Whatever Beans want to say, yeah. there's no way he just pops up. Like, what's going on? Like he felt Like, he, you know, they I called him over the there. Yeah. They, they called him over there and they, and they were setting something up. They were building something up. Mm-hmm. Because they were tired of, you know, all the backlash against Meek. Like, Meek, Meek is the target. Exactly. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Well, like, when, when, when Bean said that on The Breakfast Club, I was like, yeah, that's he true. is the target. But they definitely, they called you over. You didn't just come over. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't know, you didn't know nothing. You just, yeah. they told you to come, you came through. He did not feel Give it in the up. air. They mm-hmm. set it up. And that's why you got sucker punch. Because you did some shit mm-hmm. that messed up what they set up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think you know it. It it it's, it's it's some other like behind the scenes stuff that we you know we really don't know about. And Beans kind of said, "Oh, I didn't know that you know so and so that um, I think he said that he didn't hear uh, some song he was saying that game. He did. I think he was like he didn't know that where the beef kind of came from, and then he kind of played it like, oh, it was something different. So I felt like I shouldn't have been in it because like he thought game was just picking on him to pick on him. And he, and he kind of portrayed, like, a thing, like, oh, it was something bigger. Like, you don't know. And it's like, dude, like, it just sounds dumb. You just sound dumb. Pretty much. You just look stupid. You look old. You look out of touch. Just BSing. You know what I mean? You're trying to... Doing be... this tough guy. Yeah. Thug image. And that's the thing, too. Like, yeah, you coming on The Breakfast Club, whatever. You don't think they're going to ask you these questions? And you don't think that Charlemagne is already prepared for you to do what you were doing? Yeah, to exa- flex at him, to bang on the decks. You don't think he came in with that mindset already? Exactly. Like he was already prepared for that. You thought he was gonna jump back and flinch? You, you notice he didn't, he didn't move or nothing <laughs> the whole time because he knows exactly. what they're gonna do. Exactly. Like you gotta come on, wake up. And then he he called his bluff too with um, Charlemagne. I like that where he was like, um, Beans was like, oh, I think you a sucker, and and Charlemagne's like, that's cool. He's like, alright so if like if I, and Beans like, so if I think you a sucker. Should I just leave this interview? Show me. Yeah, you should. Exactly. And he like he's like yeah, you should leave because if because if I was you, I wouldn't want to talk to a sucker. So he he you know he used Bean's whole thing and and just flipped it on him and he like you look dumb. So go and he ain't go nowhere. He, he sat his ass back right back down. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. A lot of with the with the older guys, they think we're still in that gangster era where we just believe you if you if you're saying you're gangster. Exactly. We not there no more. We Nobody don't believe jumps yeah. for gangsters no more. This is not th- that Nobody, time. That, that, don't, that don't happen no yeah, more. The time of Ice Cube going into like CEOs' offices with baseball bats and breaking. No one the, is. The, no one's afraid of that no more. That's those, done. That's over. It's days, over. Over. Exactly. And it's like, you know, what I mean, like he's just. I don't know, man. Like I feel like he makes. He made the situation. Worse, but 
it kind of took the light away from game and because it's like, dude, all right, whatever. Meek's boy knocked you up. Game said some disrespectful stuff to you. To you. And I, that's the only thing I didn't like in, the, in that in that breakfast room. Like they should have asked him that question. Should have asked him like, game talked about you, mm-hmm. but they kind of they kind of was trying to get to it and being kind of like, in the beginning he kind of like like got rid of that because he was like, yeah, you know, that you know that's that's all that, that's just rap. That's when just I heard it, that's all just that's just rap. You know, that's just music. That's yeah. music. He was like, I know the real people in yeah. LA or something like, like that. Music. Yeah. He, he he went to that quick. That's music. But dog, he called you. A, he called you a fiend. Called you a fiend, beat you with a hockey stick. Or he said, oh, he, and then he made fun of you with the whole Jay Z thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that got to burn deep. You know what I mean? Because Beans in the Rockefeller days, like Beans, you was the next man up. Yeah. Like, you supposed to still be with Jay right now. You had the chance. You was honestly, like, you know what I mean? We we talk about Jay Z being the greatest. Like, we both know that. And not only as a rapper, but just as like, he probably might be the greatest. Like one of the, People in general, you know what I mean? Like, just his influence on things. Yeah, it's like, you had the chance, you know what I mean, to be with Hove right now, to make those certain moves, and it's like, you blew it. Threw it away. For what? For the block. <laughs> Mac, let me guess, Mac told you to do that, right? Beans? <laughs> it was That was all Mac, right? Like, yo, you just sound, he sounds dumb, man. And, like, honestly... Like, I'm so for Meek right now. Like, I want Meek to win right now. Just for for everything. You know what I mean? Like, not only, you know, because, you know, he's a really talented rapper. And we spoke about this before. And we I, I feel you feel like, you know what I mean? Had this been the 90s, early 2000s, I really think Meek would be shining right now. Yeah. Um, But it's like, yo, dude, like, I don't know, Todd's like... The whole Beans thing is just dumb. Like, I, just, I have no other words for it that. It is. I mean, it's like... I don't. It, it don't make it's. It don't make no sense, especially when you hear like the the Oshino interviews and all that. It don't make no sense, especially when he's like, like he kind of made it even clearer because it's like yo, he's like yo, Beans don't even know me. Like they didn't even know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Prior, they don't have history at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like anything that's like there, there's no bond between these two guys. Mm-hmm. So he's like yo, Beans have never even been in the studio. Mm-hmm. You don't know them. That was a publicity stunt. I'm not lying, man. Taj, I, I, listening to more of this story, like, Beans saw the opportunity and, like, he used it as a publicity stunt. And I'm not going to say that they didn't use it, too. They're like, Beanie Siegel exactly. was, it's like a, you think Beanie Siegel, yeah. you think Philadelphia. Yeah. You think, you know, you think Rockefeller, you think, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an easy pull. So, like, yeah. Why not? We'll take him. Yeah. yeah. you going to help us out and come help us. Mm-hmm. But it's not authentic and here's what you get. I feel like you do something like that. Here's what you get. You said it perfectly. He's not authentic, and I feel like Meek and his camp felt like, yo, it's a Philly thing. Yeah. Like we good, and then that's why he got snuffed. Cause you we weren't authentic, Beans. You know the game. You ain't your first rodeo. You know what I mean? And then like, I really like kind of like the way Shawman was doing. He was like, oh, he's Meek's not real. Meek's not real. So why you had his? Why you fake had his back then? Why exactly? So why are you popping up for him then? He's not real. So why? What are you doing there then? Oh, it's for Philly. You don't make no sense. You don't make no sense. You don't make no sense. <laughs> like go ahead and just say it. If if you would have been like if you if he would have said right then they said they were gonna they said they were gonna pay me this. Conversation's over. Okay, what? I get it. Uh, and supposed to be Charmaine said something like that. Beans was trying to do a concert in Philly, and he wanted Meek there. Yeah, that was back in the day. Yeah, yo. and then Meek backed out, 
But like I think like where it was like like beans like yo I'm gonna come do come through through this and like we, I'm trying to do this concert but like fulfill you but I need you there and Meek was still kind of like nah. Right, like, but you talking about listen here, mm-hmm. listen, beans you don't you don't need me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Perspective. I'm gonna give it to you right now. All right, brother. Thank you. You are you 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 the popping rapper in your in your hood right now. Yeah. All right, beans was. But Beans is not from your hood. Mm-hmm. You don't know Beans at all. Beans is from the other side of the hood. Mm-hmm. That's the hood too, but he's from the other side. You never met Beans. You don't mm-hmm. know Beans from nothing. Now, you you popping now. You the man right now. So now you see Beans. And you know Beans' history. Beans, is, Beans fell off. Beans fell off like 2005. Beans fell yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, he fell off. So now it's 2012. Mm-hmm. You with Beans. You show him respect. You bring them out on on one of your on one of your joints or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So now y'all, y'all talking backstage, shows over, da 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 da. You're talking. You being real respectful to the dude. The dude's like, yeah, 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 and you know, they get a friendly little rapport right there. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, and you 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 hit him with the you know you know yo hit me up whatever you know we can chop it up whatever you need something let's chop it up whatever that. Yeah. Beans hits you up. I don't know. Next day. No, nah. not the next day. No, a year later. <laughs> And Bean still is not doing nothing. Yeah. Hit you up a year later. Like, all right, yo, I'm trying to get this concert joint happening. I'm trying to get the concert happening. It's not happening. I'm trying to get it happening. If you get on board, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But it's because of you. Yeah. Not because of Beans. You don't even know Beans. Mm-hmm. And the concert is in some, it's some, it's it's lame. It's whack yeah. to you. It's beneath them, you. M- it's beneath your celebrity. Yeah. yeah. It's beneath you. It's whack. Number one, it's some, it's some old head joint. So now you 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 a big time star at this point. You you with Rick Ross. You got a Nikki. number one single out. Yeah. And now he's talking about come out here to this to this itty bitty joint mm-hmm. to bring to bring you back down. Basically, because it's like, well, why am I here? Yeah. And you got offers to some that same night. You got other offers to do other things mm-hmm. to get you real money. Yeah. So you're not getting no money with me. It's, so you say nah, yeah. I can't do it. Now you, you tell him that. Yeah. You just say, I can't, I can't do it. So now you got a riff. Yeah. So now you the bad guy because you told him I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I got something else to do. Got a prior and engagement. He's like yo, I and he thinking maybe in the future you gonna get him some money. How? I'm gonna get you some money, oh, 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 boy! I'm gonna get oh, you some boy. money. I, I'm gonna get you some money. Scrap. <laughs> I'm gonna get you some money. Nobody wanna hear you. Nah. And not because of you. Not because of you know. You were still like. I heard it. I knew Oshina. Like you still. You you being a single, you had a chance, mm-hmm. especially when this when the whole game started to go independent. Mm-hmm. You could have just went up strengthening your name and made money. Could have. You ain't do it. But you, if you independent, you got to put that money up yourself at front though. You got to. But it mm-hmm. ain't much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't much money. You you're so right. That analogy you just that's right. I feel like that's dead on. That that's one hundred percent dead on, and you're you're actually right, Meek. If from Meek's perspective, like yo, you not my man's. I have no loyalty towards you. You didn't put me on. I respect you for what you did for Philly, 
but I'm my own man. And it's like, you know what I mean? People like you meet throughout your lives, like this real life stuff, like going through a regular day, your job or whatever. And somebody says, you know, you have a good conversation. You're like, hey man, like whatever you need, I got you. Don't worry. You yeah. don't take them up on that offer. That's no. just something nice somebody says. Like They're you just meet, talking to you. It's just talk. <laughs> it's just talk. Like you know, every like you meet like at a bar or like say, hey man, I got you. Like whatever you need. Like I don't go and like and be like, hey man, remember you said you got me. Do you want to give me a couple just, beers? Just saying, like hey, you know, it's just they just it's talking. Talk. It's just talk. It's like that. It reminds me of that. Yo, yeah. you know my Martin, but it's this Martin episode where he's talking to um Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson came to a radio show. R.I.P. Tommy Davidson. No, Tommy Davis is alive, man. Oh, okay, who's the one who died? I don't know. My that's, bad. No, that's Tommy. That's Tommy. Um, Tommy Ford. From, oh, I see. That's okay, the guy my that's bad. On the show, Tommy Davis is actually a big comedian. I well, see. Okay. okay. Semi, like my bad. So I, I got the Tommy's confused. Tommy Davis is he's on the show. Uh huh. He's talking to Martin, whatever, on Martin's radio show, and he's like, and they they, they have a good interview. Like mm-hmm. they that's a, they had a good time. They had yeah. A good interview, and Tommy Davis like you know yo, anytime you in Hollywood, look me up. I got yeah. you. Bam. End of the interview. <laughs> Martin flies out Yo. to Hollywood, California, goes to Tommy Davidson's talk show, and goes, Yo, you remember you say? You go have it, y'all. Yo. And Tommy Davidson's like, uh, that yeah. was a Hollywood invite. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't really supposed to come. Yeah, like, that's just, yeah. I'm tell you, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not like That's that's just a thing That people say man yeah. Like and I can see Meek Saying that And it's like yo Like it's different levels Right now Beans And honestly Like Beans You played yourself On this one man You you look so out of touch You look so out of the game Like you I've lost some I mean Beans Always gonna be Beans You know what I mean Those old Rockefeller days Where I always hold Like near and dear Yeah But This new Beans Like and, and you still On your old BS Like You're done like you're not that guy no yeah, more. Yeah, you're done. You can harp about it all you want. You you not that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. If this done, it, out of all this, it's what it's made me do is, I mean, like me personally, it's made me kind of root for Meek a little more. Yeah. Cause I'm rooting for you, Meek. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, I, I, whether you know whether you like him or not, like I feel like he he's better than this. I really do believe like he is better. Than, and then Beans is trying to say the whole thing. Oh. Uh, you know, I tried to talk to me. I tried to put him on. He, sh- you know, what I mean, he should have had his boys. He should have his boys getting paid, and this and that. You ain't put nobody on. You ain't put your boys exactly. on. Exactly. Your didn't... boys are on all these radio shows talking about how you was shady. You didn't put nobody on. You like, a shyster. Hove and Dame, they put you in a position to win, and you ain't want to win. You had to win a lot you of tickets. You want to stay on the block. Yeah, so it's like if I'm Meek, my nigga, like, why I gotta listen to you? I'm not, I, 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 I know Hove. I remember Hove said some joint like I think being got in some trouble, whatever, whatever, and he was trying to tell me like how they called, he called up Hove, mm-hmm. and Hove was just like, word, yeah, yeah, and then Hove response was like, what were you doing there? Exactly. I got you a jet. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that was a Memphis Bleak. That was exactly that was that was the, that was a Memphis Bleak. Okay. Um, exactly. He was like, yo, like that's the way whole video. Like, yo, why you was in that situation? What I what, what we got a jet for? And he tried to turn it. Like, being tried to turn it yeah. on Hove. Like, Hove is a bad guy. Whatever, yeah. whatever. Hove has he had a vision. He has yeah. a, a a thing, a plan. You either <laughs> with it or you not. Yeah. And clearly, you was not with it. It's yeah. like, yo, 
for Hope to come out and try to save you or put you on. It's like, like I remember Hope said in the interview, he's like, yo, they asked him about the Bean thing when, back when he was doing Blue, Blueprint 3. Uh-huh. And Hope was like, all right, so with the Bean thing, he, we put him on. He had dope singles. We gave him a record label. We gave him state, state property. property. That was yours we to succeed. We gave it to him. He, he said, Hope, he said, Beans had two Bentleys. Mm-hmm. Hope's trying to be funny. He was like, yo, I don't know how you drive two Bentleys at once. Yeah. But he's like, yo, Beans had two Bentleys. Yeah, they put him in movies. He said he still had his mom living out in the sticks. Yeah, damn. Damn, that's petty. But let's keep, he, that was petty. Yeah, but that's true. you need to like take in like, you out here with two two Bentleys. Yeah. You guys, your mom still living in the fucking hood. Yeah, you want them. And then on top of that, he goes, and then we give him a fashion line. Mm-hmm. Stay properly clothing. And so he was basically like, what else do you want me to do for him? Yeah. Talk what about. What else do you do? Yeah. Talk like, about, come on, we, talk we about gave you opportunities. Gone, yeah. I, I think, and I think, the, the whole thing with Hope was like, everybody go, like, everybody still probably go, oh, but Hope was like, you know, on the, they felt like it was like a family thing. Yeah. And for, and I'm like, and then like, but Hove was like, once it's done, it's done, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I feel like Hove, when Hove said to you like, yo, we family, we rock, he had a mindset that y'all had his mindset. mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Business. So once he got to the point where he realized that y'all not with the business, y'all on something else. Yeah, I want to talk he about... He got to leave y'all. Yeah, yeah, they, y'all, y'all, y'all stuck in the streets. Yeah. Y'all stuck on... Like, Beans was, was stuck in the streets. He didn't want to elevate and leave yeah. the streets alone. You got a record label. Be a boss now. Mm-hmm. But he don't want to be a boss. Not everybody's meant for that, though. That's the thing, too. It's like that mindset. And it's like, I feel like kind of like Beans and Dame Dash, all these guys to a certain yeah. extent... They hold that against Jay, like I think uh, Dame Dash. I feel like Dame Dash gets Jay, like he understands. Like yeah. I, feel, I feel like they don't have like that kind of beef. Yeah. But I feel like the other guy, you talking about like Beans, Oshino, Oshino Petey Crack, um, Freeway, uh, Freeway, the yeah. Young Guns, like you know, they were like expecting something because Jay was talking the family stuff, and I get that because you from the street, you're like, oh, but he said, yo, we were family, it's bro, it's this, 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 and that. It, but it was a family though. It but was. it's like, yo, it's but like the thing is, he outgrew you. Yeah, exactly. He outgrew you, but not only that is he tried to take you up. It's he like tried he, he tried to take you up. He tried. I tried to take you with you. There's only so much I can do. You know what I mean? You can't. I can't. Like if I'm, I'm speaking. And he like, could have stayed with them. Yeah. But he if he would have stayed to help them, he would be right he there. Wouldn't with be him. That's he, it. You can't help somebody and keep going up. No. You gotta get up the elevator and help them. Yeah. You can't, you can't stay that. on the elevator. That's just it. Don't. That's just it. Don't work. That's it. You gotta either get off and help. Yeah. Or stay on and go up. And I think it's like what well, holds. Like you see, it's like yo, dude, like. How many like jerseys can I wear? How many can I like have these funny hood stories? Have groupies on the tour bus? Like I did that. I did, and it's like at some certain point, it's like you gotta let the next generation do that. So it's like I can't do what these young boys are doing. That's theirs. I have my run. Like, I remember Jay said when when he had his um breakfast club interview, he was like um he was like yo one day I was in the studio. I came I went to the studio and I'm telling all these guys like yo. Flood, 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 flood the market with your music, yo. Let's get, let's get to work. Flood the market because the Fifty Cent guy is coming right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I told them. Mm, I like that. And they didn't make the moves. And then Fifty came and it's done. 
150 came in. Change the game. All these guys are done. What are you gonna do? Change the game. 50 change the game. To he, you want to talk about flood? He came in. You want to talk about someone who flooded Tsunami. the market? Exactly. That run, you you still haven't even seen something like this now. You know what I mean? He like, said came in. He was he he was so strong mm-hmm. that he was able to make Lloyd Banks a millionaire on his debut. Tony Yayo. Young no, Buck. Not Tony Ayo. Young um, Buck. Young Buck. Young Buck. Yeah. All these other guys off the strength of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a, he had a platinum plaque. He put the Junior album platinum plaque. Di- then Lloyd Diamond? Banks came. Pla- yeah. Di- Diamond too. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Get ready to die trying with Diamond. Yeah. Then Lloyd Banks came. Plaque. Plaque. The Yale came. Plaque. Come on. Young Buck. Yeah. Like just off the strength of him. Yeah. And that's and that's crazy that Hope saw that. I never, I never, I never, I never heard that before. Yeah, he said it. He's like, yeah, this tsunami's coming through, like, and then you gotta wait. So once that, once, once he has it, you can't, you can't come out. Now you can. So now you wait. When that wait is over, when when you see like after the massacre, you see like it, the declines happening, mm-hmm. but you can't come out now. Who yeah. wants to hit PD crack now? No, you're done. Who wants to hit Beanie now? You done because wh- what Fifty was, he was you on steroids. Be, you know what I mean Big the sound, and, and at this point The sound is changing Yeah Kanye's coming in Uh huh Now where's your lane You don't got a lane You don't got a lane You're done You don't, you don't Nobody want to hit against the rap right now You want to hear that Now we got Drake in Now we what are you doing Drake's coming in Kanye's over there Kanye With the and heartbreaks mm-hmm. You're yeah. done hey, It's a heartbreak You're right Yeah yeah That's what you're it is You're done Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're done. done You're done Now it's a whole different lane Now there's There's no lane for you Beans There's no lane You're over Cause Kanye already beat out Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. so Gangsta Rap is it's dead. Mm-hmm. It's dead. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like I really want Meek to win, cause he's the last. He's like the last one that's kind of really holding on to that. You know what I mean? And it's like for him even to be successful as he is right now is is, is an achievement in my book. Um, you know, and even I feel like Ye like Beans kind of holds some anger towards Kanye, like. You know, he, every interview I hear him say, he always brings up that incident where he oh, saved Kanye in a diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, bro, you saved me. But, uh, you know, you talk about this family thing, and it's like, yo, like, all right, yeah. At that point in the early 2000s, like, it was real. So it's like, you came through and you saved Kanye. But it's like, I feel like he's kind of like that uncle that's like, hey, remember that one time I bought you that ice cream? Like, it's like, dude, like, all right, you saved me. That... That's great. I'll always be in debt to you, but like at that time, beans you probably would have saved anybody. Not only that, it's like you you live for a situation like that, and it's like w- does Kanye because a situation popped off on tour, and you had to come through. And what was the line he said? He's like, I took penitentiary chances. Yeah, he said that. He definitely. That said was coming. No, I like that line. I he was like, okay. said that. I like that. I was like, I was like, ah, you did, but you did. But that's real. That's real. Cause, because I remember seeing, or hearing it when they did. They Kanye talked about it. Kanye talked about Bean it. Too, talked yeah. about it too on his thing. Yeah. So I remember. It. I was like, yeah, that that's dope. That's gangster. That's gangster. Yeah. And at I, that point, at that's that point, gangster. Exactly. Like I get that. Like he saved Kanye. Kanye getting held up, pressed up. You know, boy, he, he came, came through. through. Yeah, so it's like, but, but now, but what? Everywhere Ye go, he got to hold you down? Ye got to put you on an album? Ye got to give you a B? He got to give you a feature? Come on. You got to... At the end of the day, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, it's family, right? But I help my family. But if, you know what I mean? If if my, if my my the fam don't want to work, you can't... 
What's the saying? You can't lead a horse to you can lead a horse to water if he you don't want to drink it. Drink. You can't make him drink. If my man don't want to drink it, he don't want to drink it. Like you had like like Oshino said in the interview, yeah. like if Beans was a good leader, mm-hmm. state probably still be popping right now. Not maybe not not like back then, but they would still be relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh state prop drops on another joint. Like there would be no there should be no reason because like he's like I agree with that. Like all those guys were spinners. Each and everybody, even though they were all spitters, Oskino, PD they Clack, all make music. Young Gunner, the Young Gunners. They all make music. Not for nothing. Oshino, Sparks, yeah. PD, Young Gunners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oshino and Sparks were making hits for Jay. Yeah, I'm not even like, gonna they lie. All rap. Jay and Dan, like they gave that. They gave everywhere. They gave him a, a dope like squad. And honestly, they, they might still be just a Rockefeller right now, if not for. If not for Jay, I feel like it was Jay looking at the whole landscape yeah. with Dame doing it, doing fashion, the thing with, the movies, with Cam, with Cam and Dip then set. moving around, yeah. making, and then with the state prop, I think he was like looking like, "Yo, if this ain't gonna work, yeah," and he made his move. Yeah, I could see him take definitely taking a lay of the land. Like, and, Yo, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, it's not because you you know what it is two times like you know somebody's tendencies and it's like you you can see like like. Things happen for a reason. People's work ethic. You, you can see the way they're moving. It's like, yo, the way he's moving, it's just like, it's not like what I want to do. Exactly. And you could you could really see that through the way Beans is still handling this Meek Mill situation to this day. To this day. It's like, yo, bro, we over that. You, almost, I, I think Beans got to be at least 40. He's up there. You know what I mean? One lung. One lung. He got one lung. Hold on, Rosa. Yeah, I'm gonna try to try to call my mom right now. Oh man, uh oh. Try to get her to bring some beers into, in, in, in here. Let uh oh, let's see, let's see. Yes, Gary. Oh, she picked up. Can you go in the refrigerator? Huh? Go in the fridge. Huh? Go in the fridge. You want me to go in the fridge? Yes, go in the fridge. <laughs> For what? To get. Two bears. It's at the bottom. Go in the refrigerator. Open up the bottom thing and get two of those bears and take to the door to the alcoholic in the room. The alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. He called me to tell me because he couldn't walk out the room. He must be drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> Go in the bottom. Pull it out. And don't bring no alcohol when you get over. Go bring those alcoholics. Take two bottles of beer. Put that alcoholic in it and he's AA. Take two. And go sit him in front of his door. I guess he can stand. No, open the door. Yeah, sit in his front. No, open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Now, put it down so you can knock. Open the door. No, just open it. Let me open the door. Open the door. Just open the door. Oh. Thank you. Are you finished now? Yeah, thank you. Bye. Doing the podcast now, Ma. <laughs> the first mom on the podcast. I like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man, the the first mom on the podcast. I like that one, Taj. That was a nice touch right there. <laughs> you gotta do it. Yeah, 
I remember one time I, I came, I think I was like rolling out of the house and we had too much to drink. And then your mom was like, man, I can't believe you got him drunk, Tachi. Yeah, he said, you got, you got that nice white boy drunk. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Yeah, you should I be ashamed of yourself. I can't believe you got yourself. that nice white boy drunk. You should be ashamed of yourself. That's exactly what you said to me. <laughs> I was rolling. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? His moms always like me, man. They always, yeah. always, always. It might be because I'm white, but they, they always, you know, they're like, you know what? That's a, you should hang out with him. That's a nice kid. They always feel like that. <laughs> oh man But I think I think Tachi Honestly man I think we gave this Beans conversation I think we gave it too much Too much energy I'm done I'm over it Over it I'm over it Over it I want to transition To some young rappers Some some yeah, of the, Some of the new the hits The future The future Exactly You got Lil Yachty Ooh um, Lil Uzi Vert Oh yeah Yeah Lil Uzi Vert That's man These are the These are the boys Who are making them hits right now They are making hits So an interview came out with uh, Lil Wayne mm-hmm. They were talking to him They were like You know What do you think about These new rappers They asked about Lil Uzi Vert They said What do you think about Lil Uzi Lil Yachty Lil Wayne pretty much said Hey I didn't even know you was, These are real names right now Who are you talking about <laughs> And I, I couldn't help I couldn't help but chuckle And it's like You know what I mean Because like To these young boys Like Wayne is like their guy You know what I mean Like I feel like he's their Jay to a certain extent. Um, I think he also said like Twenty One Savage, and, and these names. And um, Wayne really had no idea who these people were. Nah, he literally. This was a New yeah. York Times. No, not New. Yeah, New York Times interview. I, I just pulled it up for y'all because yeah, get, you know. Give him the verbatim. The, yeah, give him the verbatim quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> so the question was: Are there rappers in the new school that are motivating you? Are you keeping up with Yachty, Uzi Burke? 21 Savage Kodak And Lil Wayne was like I swear to God I didn't know you were saying people's names just now So that should probably answer that question I, I just knew my own thing We got Lil Wayne here in the building Weezy F baby Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy we got Wayne to call in Just to, to read, the, read the quote himself again I do it for the people <laughs> That's good. I like that one. <laughs> we, we might fake that one next time, you know. I like that. Until we get some. Until we get some, you know. What some, up, Jay Farrow? There you go. That's right. <laughs> I would think Jay Jay Farrow like we, we, he would charge us if like we like yo we want to do an interview and we want to make believe like you know like Jay Z's here or like Lil Wayne is here. He probably would charge us. Yeah, I feel like we could have got him. Like, I feel like we could have got him early. Early, right? Yeah, we slack. We slack. Any impersonators, you know. We messed up. We'll try, but um, I think we still get him for free though. I feel like maybe not for free, but uh, uh, well, once he hears this now, nah. but <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but um, what do you think about it? Like Wayne just pretty much kind of shitting on the new school. I like it. Same. I love it. Mm-hmm. I want more of it. Mm. <laughs> and bars out there, man. That's what we need, yo. Cause it's like. Especially for somebody like Little Wayne, because mm-hmm. he's still like at a place where these, these guys know Little Wayne. Yeah, they probably listen to his music, whatever. I'm whatever. You, they look. I feel like these young boys, like that was their guy. Like I want their, yeah. I want these guys' feelings to be hurt. They should. Sure? I feel like if somebody look, like Little Wayne, don't hurt their feelings. Yeah. It hurt their feelings. Even though I saw a tweet from uh, who was it? Uzi Vert. He just wrote like some like some like um slick joint. He was just like, nice to meet you, Little Wayne. He added him or whatever. 
but even to do that means that you was hurt. You was hurt. Like, you was hurt. These guys were all hurt by that because mm-hmm. this little Wayne, this not like Jay-Z, yeah. Nas, Method Man, you know what I'm talking Not no old, not older no rappers. This little Wayne. And y'all all look up to little Wayne. Let me tell you something. I'm about to go on a quick little rant. Let me tell do you. it. You we haven't had a Rosa Rant. I don't think we have. Oh, a long I, time. I think yeah, it's like, been a while, but let me tell you something. I think the last one, I think Melo got, Melo got the last one with the Olympics. But Uzi, Savage, Kodak, Yachty, you don't deserve. Let me say, you don't deserve to have Wayne know your name. You are in the internet space getting. 2 million, 3 million views by the same hipster kids watching your videos over and over again. Mm. The internet got you messed up because you're not big. Don't get gassed. Wayne, little Wayne, shouldn't even know your name because you got one hit because all the, I mean, we millennials, but even the younger millennials, are, you know YouTubing you And you know You get 50,000 likes On Instagram There's millions of people outside And the internet really got you Gassed up Because it's like You feel Like you should be in that conversation You know what Wayne had to do To get hot You know what Wayne had to do To get on Let me tell you something Wayne Was putting out hits And was still Nobody Carter one, Carter two, even before that, bling bling, he was cash money. He was pretty much writing everything in there, with exception like juvenile and those stuff. But he was putting that work, and nobody even really cared about him until he started going on people's beats. Two thousand six, two thousand seven, nonstop bars, verses, hooks. Then Wayne became the person he was. What, because you got a good song? Broccoli? I don't even know what these guys' songs are. The names. Taj, I don't even know that. I don't I'm even about, know. I'm about to give you a count real quick. Hold on, keep talking. Now. I don't even know the names of their songs, Taj. And then you got, because you good on the internet? Because you get 50,000 views? Taj, they don't even sell no albums, Taj. Even the streams, their stream game isn't that crazy. And it's just, and it's like. Let me give you a little quick number. Go ahead. From 2002 to, and I stopped to 2012. Lil Wayne dropped 20 mixtapes. Mixtapes. These kids can't even drop 20 songs. 20 mixtapes. Touch. I'm not even not even songs. Touch. They can't even give you 20 bars. Touch. They can't give you 20 bars. Because <laughs> they can't rap. So it's like, yo, Wayne. Doesn't know your name and you mad? Wayne did twenty mixtapes. Yo, don't 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 make me pull out the features. The Wayne name? did twenty mixtapes and I stopped. I literally, I purposely stopped in twenty twelve. See, I won't say nothing. Uh-huh. I stopped at that point before all these new guys came out. Twenty twelve, twenty mixtapes. Yeah. Twenty like, dope mixtapes, not twenty. Whatever's yeah. twenty dope mixtapes. Dedication. Like you can't, you cannot deny anything that came out twenty twelve prior that they was that that shit was dope. Can't. And these kids can't give me twenty bars, Touch. They, like they it's can't like give a, you two. They start before with, they start singing. Exactly, Touch. They start <laughs> with the verse, 
They give you about three or four bars. They do a verse again. Three or four bars. They do the verse again. And they probably end with the verse. And it's like, they mad. Because you know why mad? They, why they mad? That's because they have this false sense of entitlement. Oh, yeah. They got it. You ain't pay your dues. You ain't pay no dues, bruh. You owe. Dig in your pockets and pay homage. You gonna start checking all you young rappers. Yeah, like, yo, and, and you know what? After y'all you, can't rap. After they hear this, they might, oh, y'all old. We y'all haters now. We in the hater zone now. Right? Oh, you a hater. Old dude. Let them live. But you can't rap, bruh. But it's like, yo. I put you in a circle with a bunch of rappers. Rap. You gonna look crazy. Not gonna lie, Touch. I was watching um the BT Hip Hop Awards, right? The Cypher. New York. We in A Boogie. Young Ma, I may mm. whatever you call it, Don yeah. Q. They went in the cipher. Dave Dave East. I, I really like Dave East cipher. I'm a big Dave. I think Dave East out of Dave all of them raps. is doing it the right way. Me personally, but it's He's like a rapper. Yo, you know what you had to do to get into a BET cipher? Before they used to have Fab, Jada, Jewels, mm. a boogie. You got one song that Fab got on. Two maybe two songs, whatever in my bag or you know my shit, whatever. But it's like, yo, you ain't deserve that. Young M.A., you got one song. She got one song. One song. But she can spit. She can spit, but she can spit. Her, out of all, I, I mean, I like Don Q's verse. Don Q can definitely spit. Don Q can spit. He but BX like, all day. Yeah, I like Don Q, but it's like. High bridge. But I got you, bro. You ain't pay your dues to get in there. Nah. Young M.A., they ain't know about you four months ago. A Boogie, six months ago. You ain't pay, because you got one song. 10 million views on YouTube. You know people listen to YouTube to get a song? They don't download songs. So it's like, yo, I'm going to listen to this song. I'm going to play it on YouTube. 10 million. It might be, honestly, five. the same 2 million people might listen to your song five times. Ooh. And you got 10 million listens to a song. So it's like, yeah, you got in views, but you ain't earned this. Pay your dues, man. You got to put in some work. Young Ma, I like you. I seen some of your freestyles. I like you. She flow too. I like you. I like the second single. This ain't about you. It's not about you know. I like the second single she has, like in the summer, or something. Don Q, you can flow. You flow. I like you. A boogie, it's sketchy because I I've heard your freestyles and you start singing and stuff and they songs, but I, you are you are you on the line with it. You want to learn. I gotta hear something now. Out of all the New York New New Yorkers, I like Dave East the most and Don Q. Dave East is certified. Yeah, you really he's he's you know certified. Nah, certified you, so you certified for me. Once 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 the OG do it, yeah, I respect. I it. and I, you know what it is, Ty. It's like I feel like he's doing it the right way. You know, yeah. Just got this new mixtape that came out. Carrie Channel. Carrie, yeah, Carrie, yeah. Um, I think he named it after his daughter. The mixtape before that, I think it was like Hate Me Now. I like that. He got like five, six mixtapes in the game. You good. But these young boys, one hot song. Anybody got a hot song, Taj? The, the, the song is whatever. A hot song is a, that's it. That's it. It's a hot song. Like, it got popular. And thinking popular nowadays, not that difficult. We got the internet. Internet is at its prime right now. <laughs> crazy man so it ain't nothing for nothing to get out there yeah you put the right visual behind it or or the right vine guy retweets your joint mm-hmm. you good you good 
Definitely. So you know, that's the thing. It that's how it is nowadays. That's how you get. That's how you get guys like you know, little Yachty, little Uzi Vert. Like I've tried. I've listened. To, I've heard his mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I don't think the guy is like a talented rapper at all. He's not. But he's a quote 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 super quote rock star. So I get it. Whatever. But as far as like songs go. He doesn't even sing that much. Like little Yali, little Yali does more like a singing melody thing. So I get his, I get why he's so appealing and catchy. Little Yali just like a like a like a rough future kind of like rapping, but he's singing, but he's rapping it, and it's just he's not good. Like little little Uzi Vert is not that good, and that's the problem. It's like these guys that aren't that good are. On top, they're the mainstream right now. That's yeah. weird. That's super weird. And the, like, like little Uzi Bird has a legit big I'm gonna take, fan base. You know what? I got Maddie called me right now. Let me ask her if she knows who little Uzi Bird is. Let me pick up this phone call. Well. Maddie, yeah. you on the podcast right now with with Tachi and me? Yeah. Yeah, you on? It's too late. <laughs> who? Who's little Uzi Vert? Hello? She hung up. <laughs> <laughs> she said, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, nobody knows who these people are. Like, nobody, like, you, it's the same 50,000 people who know you. And it's like, yes, they just listen to your music over and over again. Cool, you got 50,000 fans. You know what it takes to go gold, Taj? You need 10 times that. That's true. You need 500. Here's the thing. To buy it. And that's the thing. Taj, I'm not even saying, you don't got 50,000 fans that'll buy your work. They'll just listen to it on YouTube and watch it. Come out of their pockets and pay $10. You don't even... That was always my thing with streaming and YouTube. Like, and with people investing into certain artists. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're investing because you... You think they got all these views or followers, but you're not. Are you really understanding that, you know, they got all of this for free? Mm-hmm. There was no money involved. I, I listen to all these guys for free. You think I would ever listen to Little Uzi Vert if I had to pay money? Never. Never. Never in my life. After hearing whatever he put out for free, I would be like, hell no. There's no way. Mm-hmm. This guy is not doing anything for me. Nothing. I don't get his music. I don't understand it. Not because I'm old, but because I don't... It's not understandable. It's stupid. Yeah. I think you said this before. It's like, yo, we are not vetting these boys. And it's like talk- I did say that, guys. Yeah, that's, that's one of the greatest things I've heard. You know what I mean? That Probably one of the top... Maybe, man, you said a lot of good stuff, so maybe top 20... You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I probably put that at top twenty. <laughs> because like it's so true. It's like yo, we we can't be letting these kids in, in our realm, in our game. This is no. ours. You got aside from that, like understand like yo, most of the people they like most of the people supporting these guys at the concerts it's probably white kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to make them popular, mm-hmm. it's poor black people, black and Latin people making these people popular. Yeah. You're getting them to that point where they could be millionaires. It's us. We doing that. Yeah. 
So why are you putting your time into to these people that are, yo, they're not rappers. Yeah. They don't make hip hop music. They make pop catchy songs, and it's like, to, you know, to quote, we spoke about Beans earlier. To quote him, like a lot of these young boys, you ain't qualified. They're not qualified. Beans, that's the one thing you got right in that Breakfast Club interview. You ain't qualified. You're not qualified. That's when we said the yeah. man, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to keep up. You're not qualified. You're not qualified to when ask me these gangster real questions. You're not qualified. I was like, you know what, man? You're not qualified. Yeah, you ain't. It's like, it's true. <laughs> it's like, yo, these dudes ain't qualified to be rap, yo. You're not qualified. You don't. And you don't even want to be qualified. You, You're not like. Dude, you know, you know what? I I don't know if it was Lil Uzi or Lil Yachty. I can't remember with the two, where like him and his boys was like, "Yo, Drake is better than um, Biggie and Tupac." That was Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, like that was Yachty. On, man. When I heard that statement alone, I said, "Yo." But I think Lil Yachty is, was trolling, right? Is he selling on that right now? Trolling. It started from yeah. the Hot 97 thing with Ebro, and I think now he's like trying to capitalize off trolling. Even though he probably really means that, because what does he know about Tupac? This kid is like twenty. But still, that honestly, if you don't do your research, you don't do your homework. Like good music is good music. It's timeless. It's true. Good music is timeless. So you're absolutely right. Cause true. like, even when I got into Tupac, I was like a little. Like I knew when he died, I was. We were like, like maybe like ten years old, nine. No, I was a little younger than that, but it's like, but I wasn't listening to Tupac. Like seven, you're right, you're right. I yeah. wasn't listening to Tupac. I had no idea who Tupac was, but when I got into his music, I was like, this is amazing. So it's like, good music is timeless. Honestly, I was listening to Tupac last week. I was listening to, um, I don't know why. I was just like, I was doing like a deep. You ever get like into a YouTube dive and you're just looking at stuff? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I was listening to well, all the time. One YouTube of my, dive. one That's of my worst thing. Yeah, like I was just like. I don't know how I got up there, but I was like, you know what? I had a couple drinks with me. I was like, you know what? I'm missing some Tupac right now. Exactly. One of my favorite Tupac songs all, t- all time, Unborn Child. Ooh. Um, with, with the girls that I'm riding, you a letter, this is... Like, and then I just got into more Tupac songs, and it's like, you know what I mean? Um, And it's just like, dude, for you to say, like, come on, like, Drake? But in this time and age... In this time, I get it, but still, They like, don't care. Like, these kids, the kids that like little Uzi Vert, like little Yachty, they don't care. They don't care, but more so, they don't know. Like, most of these kids, no. they haven't heard a Tupac song. And it's like, right, they don't know, they don't care, so why are we letting them in? Because we suckers. <laughs> Pretty much, it, you, we suckers, yeah. We letting them in. We letting these kids in without paying their dues, man. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not like... You not respect even like the old timers, the Jays, even before the Methodists, they pay respect to the Rakims, to the KRS ones. You know what I mean? To the, to the public enemies. You know what I mean? They they held them down, and it's like you guys are like, not but, showing. You know, you. it's hard for like us and people like that were a little older than us because it's like, it kind of with Jay Z because he came out with that. You know, you can't knock the hustle. No. At the end of the day, it's like, yo, because if you're not, you hate. If however somebody gets on, mm-hmm. let them get on. But but we they, can't do that. Yeah. We gotta like let that go. Like yeah, but they could be on touch. They could be popping. But that, but, they but you're can't not rap, be rappers. You're not rap. They, you're thing, not rap. We're letting them be rappers. You're not rap. You're not rap. You're not hip hop. You pop. We're letting them go. Oh, you know what? You're black. 
There you go. So, you're a rapper. It's, I get it. I ain't hating on you. The kids like it. I get it. The kids like it because they only hear you. Mm-hmm. They only hear this sound. It's true. Imagine, like, it's not like they hear, like, what we heard. They only hear what they hear. Mm-hmm. And that's little Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, A Boogie. And I like A Boogie, but he still does, you know, the norm. The, mm-hmm. the, the whole singing thing, you know, it's... And I get it, like he's not they're not the first rappers to sing. No. But no, like no, no, of even even fifty sang. No matter how everybody much, sung, but it's like but he had how bu- you do it. Exactly. Like exactly. fifty sung, but you knew fifty could rap. Ja Rule sang. But you knew Ja Rule could rap. Exactly. It's Drake like, even Drake even you know, no matter who's writing Drake's bars. But look look, look at the common look at the common denominator with all these guys. Yeah, they all started singing. But before they started singing, they were all rappers. Rapping. They Rap. rap That's all they did mm-hmm. There was no singing mm-hmm. And rap They yeah. all rap So you knew That they rap mm-hmm. But the new guys They all singing And we don't know If they can rap We have no idea mm-hmm. We have no clue If they can rap Zero clue Zip zero Stingy with De Niro But they all Singing yeah. And we all Calling them rappers And it sucks man It really does And you know what Really gets me mad at Touch It's like the old timers, whatever the, the quote unquote the you know right now it should be a passing of the guard. Yeah, it should be a passing of the guard. Whatever the Jays and and I feel like they did that. The Jays, the Nas's of the world, you know what I mean. They passed that torch. The Dr. Dre's, whatever they passed that torch to the Drakes, the Kendricks, the Coles. Those those pretty much are the three right now. Those are the three, whether you like them or not, right? Don't like Cole. I know, but that's what I said. Whether you like them or not, but that's that's for the story. But whether you like it or not, those are the three right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it's like, they can't say nothing about these young boys because they look, they're looked upon as haters. Mm-hmm. That's why you see Drake bring an A boogie on, t- on stage. When Fetty Wap is hot, you see Drake, he brings, he gets on, yo, let me get on his hook my way. Yeah. I got to do it because the internet and this... You know what I mean? This this generation. Say, it's gonna, well, for Drake, I get it. It's smart, actually, because it's like, like I'm a not, I'm going to make this. It's going to help me out. I'm going to get way more popping because I'm going to kill this right now. But Jay and Nas wouldn't have did that. No. But they couldn't have. Like, if Jay would have got somebody track and started doing some, whatever that artist mm-hmm. was doing, then imagine if Jay would have jumped on one of Kanye's 808 yeah. tracks. Or even even before like, that, Jay, you bugging even out. Before, even <laughs> the, even before that, even the Joe Buttons pumping up. But Joe, he, he he got him pumping up. But but Joe Buttons wanted him to get on it. And he took pumping up on it. He took pumping up. But, but yeah. But Buttons wanted him to get on it. Yeah, and yeah, was yeah. like, yo, my, you not? I don't. I'm not. I don't gotta get on your song. You you're not on my level to get on your song right yeah. now. Like you, we not in the same league. We not even playing the same game. You got one. You got one song. I got Pumping up was popping. Pumping up was popping. Pumping up was popping when it came. Hope, but think about hope. It's like at at that time it was like, yo, you got a hot song. I got albums, brother. But it's like in this league right now, in this time that we in right now, it's like, oh, you got a hot song. Bet I gotta get on it. I'm Drake. Fetty Wap, you popping? I gotta get on it. Gotta and do it's it. like it's because of the internet, and because of like this mentality where it's like, yo, ADD, like I need the next thing hot, I need the next thing hot, and it's like. Is messing up our 
our rap because these because our quote unquote like the 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 leaders of the new school they can't treat these kids the same way that they would you know what I mean that that the older timers treated them because like you come across as I'm a hater, hater. I'm old you yes. ain't let the young boys chilling like what and it's like it sucks because like we letting anybody in. There's no betting, man. There's, there's no betting. It's just like, you know what? Are you popular? You good. You, you good. good. Oh, you got you got a million views? Mm-hmm. You good. Oh, you good. Mm-hmm. You good. You know what, Tach? I think we're giving these young boys enough talking for one day. A good talking to before we come across as, as the old timers. Yeah. No, I, uh, think, I think we already reached that. We yeah. Already, we already hit it. Yeah. We definitely did. But you know what? Somebody gotta check them, if not us. Um... You know, it's, it's it's tough times out here, Taj. It is tough times. Um, crazy times in politics. You know, this has been probably one of the most talked about. The ratings are through the roof. I, I saw upon the ratings of like MSNBC, CNN, Fox. Oh, they, oh, oh they're loving this. All time highs. You know what's crazy? Is football number one sport in America for years? The ratings have dropped in football. The ratings dropped everywhere, but the ratings have dropped in football. That just goes to show you how much this Trump and Hillary presidential election means. Because every day, because like even the conservative football fan is not turning on ESPN. Thursday night game, they're not turning on football. Sunday night, they're not watching football. They're watching MSNBC, CNN, the debates, what Trump said today. It's crazy right now, man, Touch Honestly, like, the low blows, the, you know, the, the we're not even talking about policies right now, Touch. He's talking about, oh, you said this, you did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. E- emails this, you know, derogatory comments this from Trump. You know what I mean? And it's like, Touch, like... The fact that it's gotten this far, like, shows you, like, what type of country this is. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, you know what I mean? It has one person thinking. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, every empire eventually falls. You know what I mean? Roman Empire fell. No matter how great, you know what I mean, a civilization is, eventually they fall. And it's like, watching this election this debate it's just cause it, it show I don't know to me you know, it shows I was a, talking about this actually like a huge disconnect man like I just go about ahead about the whole the whole thing cause I was literally talking about um cause some one of my um people was talking to me like you know how you know this is crazy about you know America being behind and if um you know Compared to other countries right now, this, 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 and that, and how America is like not the greatest nation right now, and all that, sh- all mm-hmm. that stuff. And you know, I had to like, kind of like, I had to say to them, you know, like, I know it's hard to, to, to realize this, but America is still one of the youngest countries. Yeah. Like, this is a young country. Seventeen. If you compare it to like. Great Britain, you know, you know a lot of countries Europe, in Europe. All the all the countries in Europe, extremely the countries young. in Asia, you know, this is a America is a young like we're young. 
Honestly, so I mean, I, think about I it. Said, like, like, yeah, seventeen seventy six, twenty sixteen. We're talking what two hundred thirty years, maybe. You know, what I mean, oh, seventeen seventy six. I mean, we had a couple drinks in there, so I'm thinking I like mean, two, I, could, I, I I could hit Google with it real see. quick. I'm gonna say two forty. Yeah, yeah. 240, two forty. That's kind of young. I'm going four hundred something. No, no, no. Seventeen seventy six. That's when we declare oh, our independence. Damn, I fucked up there. But I'm, I, I got to take what I what 2016? I yeah, I'm going to say two. I think 240, Tosh. I'm a couple... 238 years old. All right, there you go. All right, I was off. I was off a couple of years. Like, and yeah. I was off by 200 years. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> but that's my point. No, we're still... This is a young, young country. Mm-hmm. And we have to hit those lows that these old-ass countries mm-hmm. have already hit that we already studied in history. Mm-hmm. Like... We can't expect to be flying high forever. Like, we're going to hit... We're gonna, we, no more, we got to hit our bottom bottom. Like, mm-hmm. the Great Depression was not our bottom bottom. Yeah. Like, we're going to hit some lows. It's going to happen. This is a super young country, and we're still learning, and we're still understanding ourselves and our foundation. And this is this country, specifically... The most diverse country Ever How many (laughs) Listen Look at Japan Look at China All the same people Bingo And you have to understand That that is a a huge Like you have to really sit And think How huge that is That you have a country Where there's only one type of color And you're still One type of people Mm. Think about like Denmark like pretty much every the country the is white yeah. mm-hmm. this is what you are there's no the United States has black Latin white Asian and then Asian uh, China Middle Eastern which everything, is everything. Kind of Asian whatever whatever everything touch every everybody's here mm-hmm. and you're talking about learning how to that's not an overnight thing that's a long time thing. That's a fight. That's wars. Mm-hmm. That's dissidents. That's a lot of things to be figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. United States is like no other country in the world. None. There's no country like you like the United States of America. None. Zero. Mm-hmm. That what? has this kind of diversity. No, we're we're a collection of immigrants. There's no country like this. Mm-hmm. So we're we're dealing with a problem. That it's new. It seems old because you know you talk about civil rights movement mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but, but that's focusing on certain racial groups. You yeah. Know? When you put it in the context of, of like, where seventeen seventy six, and these countries were founded in like, fourteen hundreds, you know what I mean? Like twelve hundreds. A whole different ball. We're talking about you can't even think about the time difference. You know what I mean? Like you, it, you wouldn't even know. So it's like. That point, Taj, is great. Like, you see what I mean? Remember I told you a couple minutes ago, you, did, you said about, like, 20 top things? That's a good one right there. That's Because I didn't think about it like that before. I didn't think about it of, like, yo, this is the lowest of low. The way I've been really seeing it, it's, like, Trump. Because it's, like, me, me, you, a lot of our listeners, whatever, like, we live in New York City. Yeah. So it's, like, New York City is different than America. Yeah. Like, it's too di- You're talking about Middle America Arkansas Nebraska And New York City You're talking about Two different worlds Literally Two different worlds So it's like When I see Trump 
and the traction he's gaining. Well, that, that he had because right now he's losing, he's losing some points on the pole because of some things. But either way, the fact that he made this far just shows me, like, there's Trump because like we live in this liberal world, HBO. Yeah. MSNBC, TV, H, you know, all these shows, it's like being liberal is cool. You know what I mean? Because we're diverse, whatever. But it's like there's millions of people that are nervous from the things that Trump says. 100%. Nervous when he says, oh, there's ISIS coming to attack us. Dude, you know what the odds of ISIS coming out here? Yeah, dude, just put a, a pressure cooker bomb and the media, the media blew it out of proportion. I got more odds of... You know what I mean? Getting stopped by a cop and getting killed than ISIS. I'm not worried about ISIS, man. That's the other side of the world. But it's like Trump does this fear factor thing where he's like, we got to stop Muslims coming in. Oh, middle America, you don't got any jobs? You want to know why you don't got no jobs? Because of the Mexicans. Mm. And it's like people believe that. Because they want to believe something. They want Exactly. That's because the middle-aged American C student in high school in the 60s, the 50s, the 70s used to get a house used to get a car had a good life because they were American mm. but let me tell you something right now all your jobs are being outsourced mm. you don't got those privileges no more you can't be a C student in Virginia and get a home because you're competing with the world you're not competing with your neighbors anymore all these jobs if you're not ahead of the curve you're already behind. So it's like all these people want to they want to get behind Trump because they think that Trump is going to bring jobs back and make America great. Your granddaddy's America is gone. There is no, hey, we the good old boys and we get our jobs. You know what I mean? Exactly. I want to take a, a quick second because I feel like people don't know their generation. Go ahead, Tosh. Because I was that guy for a while. I was like, yo, but how do, how do they classify it? So I want to give you guys a whole little breakdown of all the generations. So, yeah, I know, so this is a, this is American only. I don't know how it goes in yeah. anybody else's country because I know we got we got listeners all over the world. That's right. But, uh, we did. Have, it, was, it was Canada. Somebody yeah. from Germany hit us yeah. up once. Yeah, all over. I like that. I like that. But uh, here in America, here's how it goes. So the, lo- the lost generation, the generation of 1914, the birth started 1890, mm-hmm. and the birth ended at 1950. So the oldest of those guys today is 101. There are plenty. There's literally about, I want to say, 23 people that are still alive that are older than 101. So they're part of a generation. Um, the next is the interbellum generation, and that's from 1901 mm-hmm. from 1913. So oh, they have it. They have it broken down. So the the one I said before. The oldest person from that generation is, is 126 years old. So not too many of those around. And the one from the one I just mentioned, the interbellum generation, is 115 years old. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right, so next le- next generation. The greatest generation. That's like from that. 1910 from 1925. The oldest is 106 years old from that generation. All right, you know how real you got to be to be called the greatest generation? That's I like that. Great. That's some I old. Like that. that's, some I like, that. that's some old school <laughs> yeah. joint. Yeah, that's old school. I like that. Next, the Silent Generation. That from 1923, mm. the Golden Era, uh, to 1944. Okay. 
the oldest alive at 93 years old. That's crazy because my grandma, my great grandma is part of the Sign Generation. The Sign Generation? That's like Ooh, that. Uh, and my great uncles. Like that prohibition type yeah, thing. Yeah, when they were just. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like they that. Would, they would be getting money. Yeah. The money was flowing they in. Quiet, they I like that. Out. That's why they were like. Okay, the baby boomer generation. You see, this now, is the this, one that gets the most publicity. Yeah. This is after uh, World War II, right? II. Yeah, yeah. Starts at 1964. To 1979. That's yeah. my mom. That's my and mom. I tell, yeah, exactly. And times. Let me tell you something. This right here, all the Trump supporters, all that. What I told you about how like you be in the middle America, a C student. This is their parents. The people supporting Trump right now mm-hmm. are in this generation and are the direct parent and are have mm. the direct like parents mm. to these generations where quote unquote the good old days. From the what is it, 61 to 79. You was born in that? It was good. You were good. 79. Mm. I want to know where we land. Keep going, Taj. Let him right. drop some knowledge on this. This is real good stuff I right like here. this. This is a good so idea. So now we're going to Generation Y, which is also a.k.a. the Millennials. Mm. That's from 1980 to 1995. Okay. When were you born, Rosa? Uh, 89, man. I just 89. made the cut for the 80s. We're millennials. There you go. So the youngest millennial today is 21. The oldest is 36. All right, so we right about in the middle. We're we in right the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle. We're in the middle. Then we got Generation Z. That's my little sister because she's... Mm. Generation Z starts at 1996 yep. and it ends at 2010. My little sister was born, I want to say, 2002, maybe mm. one. Yeah, she's in there. Z, yeah. Now, I'm going to say this about Generation Z. Generation Z scares me. Because yeah. currently, I work with little kids. Little kids that are born in this generation. Generation Z mm. scares me. <laughs> Yo. I'm not going to front. <laughs> Yo, we were just talking about them. That's the, the, you know what I mean? Like the, the little Uzis, the little Yachty's, mm-hmm. these, these guys. Generation Z scares me. The oldest, I mean, the youngest from Generation Z is six. The oldest is 20. Damn. 20. Of Generation Z, damn. These kids ain't even ready to drink yet. That's crazy. Damn. 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But there's, but, there's, but there's hope. There's the future. There's Generation Alpha. Mm-hmm. The youngest from Generation Alpha is one. The oldest, five. Generation. That means my daughter is in Generation Alpha. You know what's crazy is half of them not even born yet in Generation Alpha. Mm-hmm. They're still working on it. It ends yeah, at twenty twenty five. Yeah. Still working on. You know, probably my kid will be in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. we're still working on that generation. Yeah. The generational gap is is huge, but it's like it goes to show you like the way. You know, I mean, this debate is going. I mean, this debate, mm-hmm. this election is going. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I feel like it's old versus kind of not new, but like you know, liberal, and it's like these old timers who are feeling like 
who were once the majority are now in the minority. And, and they're fading out. Like Generation X? Yeah. They're fading out. And I think that... that Afraid. They're scared. Yeah, that scares the hell out of them. Like, they're about to be irrelevant. You're going to go from a black president to a woman president. And it's like, it, it takes the extreme in Trump to get these people like... You know what I mean? Like, okay, like I could back him because he's down for me. But at what cost? Touch, he was a, a video. I mean, um, what is it? some audio leaked where he was saying, oh, um, I'm a celebrity. I could grab women in there down there because I'm a celebrity. I could do what I want. <laughs> Two days before the presidential debate, Touch, no other candidate in the history of America would have like, dude, that would have ended it. He was like, you know what? That was just locker room talk. Boys go, boys being boys. We just talking. I felt several ways about this. I felt several ways about this. Go ahead, because it's, it's tough for me. Because me and you in our time, we we said some dumb stuff. And I I will say this: boys will be boys, no matter how double to our women listeners. No matter how double standard this may sound like, it. it Boys are gonna talk. They're gonna be dumb. They're gonna say stupid stuff. No matter whether they're forty years old or whether they're five years old, five years old. But it's like if you're gonna be the presidential candidate, you're gonna run our country. You're the president. Stuff like this can't come out. Touch. If Obama was running for president and something like this came out, you tell me, would he get that pass? Nah. No. I mean, but but that's the thing that can hum what he is now. It's like. Hmm. People are so fed up right now with the same old, with the same old, you know, political BS, censorship, you know, political, the, the, the PC stuff. So they like the reality. They, that's what they want. And they're getting to play like, you know, and that's why, and that's why the Dems are so like cracking hard on him mm-hmm. now. They're looking for this old footage and him saying, you know, crazy stuff. And it's like, because there's a chance that you know, he might win because Americans, middle Americans, and you're talking about Generation X, you're talking about some old, some slightly younger baby boomers, they're at a point where they're fed up with PC. Yeah. So they hear him talking something that's real. Like, he's just talking off the cuff. He's just talking. And it sounds like barbershop talk or it sounds like drunk guy talk. And they, they like it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a, uh, it's scary, I guess, you know, for, you know, but people want Hillary to win because, you know, she's the norm. Mm-hmm. She's a woman, but she's the norm. But she that is play, But that plays a part too, she's a woman. And, you know, you got to really take into account how sexist this, we are. This country is, not even the country, probably the world, you know, and you got to p- really put that into play. Like how much men are, are not going to be with a woman running for the president, the country. Mm-hmm. Now nah, she's running for president. She's already doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, control her actually yeah. winning. Her yeah. actually being the president, mm-hmm. Madam President. How many men are going to be with that? And it's like in the back of my head, not a lot. It's not a lot. To be honest with you, Taj, if you were to like have like a a drug serum that made you tell the truth and you asked every man in the United States do you want a, a woman president 
to be quite honest with you, as like a, ah, man, you'll be lucky if 20% will say yes. And a lot of men will say no. A lot of men. I, and I, I, I only see. men will understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like some devious, like, we want women down thing, but, you know, women are not going to understand that, but mm-hmm. men understand why a man doesn't want a woman in charge. Mm-hmm. It, it boils straight down to, like, a, a, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you want to run a woman running the relationship? Nah, you don't. You don't. That's it's just true. natural. It's true. You don't. You really don't. And it's like honestly, like me personally, I'm be honest. Like I really don't care. If, I mean, I wouldn't mind Hillary. I, yeah. I, I want Hillary to win. I want. Yeah. Hillary, I want to say I wouldn't mind. I want Hillary to win. But if a dude came to me and was like, "Yo, like, nah, I'm not cool with that because she's a woman," I be like, "Dude, like, you're ignorant." But I kind of get it a I little understand. bit. I understand. You got that place still, like mm-hmm. you know. You're still at that place where you know you want you want a man in charge. You know you you're thinking about you know mm-hmm. how going to other countries and the you know, other countries that are men in charge. And like yo, you're not gonna take us seriously. Mm-hmm. You know all this stuff like that. You think about other things. Yeah, you know it's true because other countries don't take women seriously either. Like like, exactly. like you go to the Middle East, like they don't even you can't even, women can't even drive cars in the Middle East, and it's like dude that's embarrassing because like. I'm all for, you know what I mean, women's rights, and I'm, like, relationship, me and my girl, like, you know what I mean, like, everything's 50-50, but it's, like, I get where that person's coming from, you know what I mean, and it's, like, but Trump is, like, the worst of all worst. He's down with Russia. He's cool with Russia. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, yeah, Putin is cool. Come on, man. You can't, we, we, we don't mess with Russia. And it's, like, the things he's saying is just so vulgar. Tachi he got... I'm gonna tell you. Imagine this, Taj. What if Obama would have had like three different kids from three different women, and he was running? He would have lost. He would have been killed in the media. He would have lost. Been ki- <laughs> quote unquote typical black man, the baby mom. My man Trump He's done. got his wife is like 40 years younger than him. And he had mad wives. Yeah. But it's like he gets that pass because why? Oh, because quote unquote that's just the way he is. Quote unquote he's an a hole. But that's not an excuse. That can't be an excuse. Oh, why'd you do that? I'm an a-hole. That's why. No, that you. That's an excuse when you're in a relationship and like, yeah. whatever, blah blah blah. Oh, he's an asshole. That's why he acts like that. But when you're the president of the United States of America, Papa, does it work? It don't work like that. And it's like, and that's, and that's how they're getting him right now. Cause it's like, yo, yes, he's saying these crazy. Mm-hmm. Not even dining room. This is like locker room talk. Locker room talk. He's saying it's locker room talk. You're not for the say out loud. And it's like it's true. It's like, dude, me and you, we've been there. We've said stupid stuff. You say it. It happens all the time. Dumb stuff. You know, honestly, I've been, in the, I've been in the locker room. Like with my dad, I've been in a locker room, and it's we talk about the most disgusting, stuff, dirtiest man. things. Like, I'll be honest like, with you, like, like, yeah. like when LeBron said. He's, he, he came out, he was like, oh, no. Nah. But that don't locker room. I said, I don't know what locker room you've been in, LeBron. Mm-hmm. I don't know what ones I've been in. Mm-hmm. The most dirtiest, disgusting yeah. things get said in that locker yeah. room. I'm going to be honest with you, like, things I've said, like, will make, like, my mom and my... And, like, and my, in the, the women locker room? In, the women in my family will think twice. Like, yo, like, nah, that wasn't him. We said the most disgusting thing, but... And, and it's like, I don't know, it's something about the locker room. But, yeah. yo, after you get out, you think about it, like, yo... Yo, I, yo, what the, what were we talking about? Man, That's crazy. We can never man. say that. But the like, thing is, don't touch. That. It's like me and you, we're not running for president. 
You got to be bigger than that. You got to be but better than that. But that's the thing. But that, that's the thing. But that's why people are relating to him. But he's being real. Like, why be fake if you're running for president? Like, you know, you, you, you know, like, it's a running joke. Like, as soon as Obama finishes his term, they're going to pull out a pack of Newports and start smoking in here. My man wants to smoke a cigarette so bad. <laughs> but that, 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 that like, that, that's a running joke. Yeah. Like, as soon as he's done, a pack of money pocket, and he's going to start smoking cigarettes. It's like, yo. Yeah. So they're, they're looking for I think everybody's looking for authenticity. Authenticity, but it's like at what point touch is like when keeping the real goes wrong? Because it's like Trump, you're being too real. You're saying too much. You you're promising too much. He touch he said when I become president, I'm gonna put a special task force to get Hillary arrested. He said I'm gonna get a special task force to, to investigate all those emails you deleted, and I'm gonna get you rid. Like my man, we got bigger problems right now than that. You talking about? Nah, no, I know he did. Definitely said like, if I was president, you'd be in jail. jail. <laughs> Yo, you can't. Tom, you can't have a man holding grudges in the Oval Office. You can't. You can't be worried about petty, petty. I mean, like, like petty things like that. I man, so you'd be in jail. It's funny. Like, it's comical. It's it definitely comical. I, like, if if Trump gets, a, I, I almost said Bush just now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> like I literally have to cut, catch myself and say Trump. Yeah. I almost said Bush. But if Trump gets elected president right now, yeah, we we going to war. Well, with someone immediately. I think like, But if Hillary gets elected president, we're going to war later. Mm-hmm. So it's like like with Hillary, I feel like it's just the norm. Like it literally, it's just like you know what? It's status quo. Exactly. So that, but that's my thing. It's like you know what. Hillary is the smarter one, but she's BSing us. Mm-hmm. You know, Nate Parker, and I feel bad because I haven't seen the movie yet, Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. the Nat Turner story. And like he's like, you know, I was when I was making this movie, you know, I, I gave this movie my all. I wanted the story to be told. And I was telling the story um, to my friends. They were reading the script. And he's like, you know, a lot of my friends were telling me, like, it's good, but, yo, you need, like, a white person that's, like, down with Nate Turner. Like, you can't, like, all the white people in his movie, Birth of a Nation, were racist. And this was in the South. So, in those times, of course, they were racist. But he was like, that his boys and his close, like, contemporaries and peers were like, listen, the script is great, but the movie's not going to be made because you need a white person that is, like, with Nat Turner that's, like, not a bad racist. Like, you need, like, a white person in there that's like, hey, slavery's bad. I'm with you, Matt. Like, and it goes to the thing where it's like, people don't want to relive that. And it's like now, and like kind of piggyback what your grandma says, like white people now, even if you still feel like that, it's like we sweep it under the rug. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we, like, we cool. Like, we, we all together, but it's really not. But, you know, to go back to the Hillary thing, it's like, I, you do you want status quo or do you, or the unknown, which is Trump? And it's like, I don't know if I, I don't want that. I want change, but it's like, I right, if we, if Trump really becomes our president, I think things will get so bad that ch- good change will come for it. But are we willing to pay that cost that no, time? Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know. Are we willing to do that? That was my thing a couple of times. It's like, you know, it's like, yo, but if Trump becomes president and then go really south, mm. we have no choice but to stand up. No choice. But are we willing to pay that cost for the yeah, next generation? Yeah, that whole thing. Like, but are they going to get up and do it? Mm-hmm. 
And, what we do it. Yeah, and we've had this conversation before. We like, you know, a revolution. Everybody could talk. You know, the Twitter movements, the online movements, all this stuff is cool, and we can talk about it till we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, nobody is willing to die for this because we love our iPhones. Mm-hmm. We like we like Instagram. We like Snapchat. We eat. You know what I mean? Like we might not have everything, Taj, but we're not hungry. You don't go. You, you know what I mean? You don't go hungry in, in every day. Nah. We got just enough to make us not want to lose. So it's like there will never be a revolution like this. But the thing is, I, I just we want change, but we don't want to pay that cost. And if Trump is president, I think we will see some stuff that we haven't seen before. But I don't think we get that far. I don't think we. we he's not gonna win. Yeah, I think he's not gonna win. No. So like we're gonna get back to the status quo. Status quo. Pacified again, and we keep it pushing to the mm-hmm. next. I but I mentioned, I don't think Hillary after four. I don't think she does eight years. Nah, she don't. Do eight years. I think she does four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's done after four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for some reason Trump wins, but but yeah, Hillary does one term mm-hmm. and she's done. Because look at it now, you already see it. There, there's no like, mm-hmm. we want Hillary. It's just like. We need that, Hillary because we can't get Trump. We it, don't want Trump. It's the lesser of two evils. Man. Yeah, we don't want Trump. No. It's so like, we I, need Hillary. We'll take Hillary. We'll take her. Or, like, you know, it's not like, like, Hillary's not like Obama. And I feel mm-hmm. like they're trying to spin it like that, but she's not like Obama. Mm-mm. That was a whole different thing. Like, I remember when that whole, when that whole election started, I remember seeing Obama in the beginning, like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna win, and I paid no mind to him. It was like everybody else, and then they got to the point where it was like, "Yo, this dude is different," and then yeah. everybody, everybody got behind him. There was no dissidence. There was no like, eh. everybody was like, "We're getting behind Obama, and he's gonna win." This guy's something different. With Hillary, it's not the same feeling. Like they tried to create that feeling. And then Bernie Sanders came, and then they saw that the kids were getting behind Bernie Sanders and not mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. Yep. So they forced Bernie Sanders out the race. Like they pushed them out, pressure put on. They called everybody to call until they had to call Obama to call Bernie Sanders and tell him, "Eh, Bernie, you need to drop out." Mm-hmm. Cause you're gonna mess this up. Yeah, it's like, hey, Bernie, thanks for what you did, but uh, you gotta go. You got to go. You promised too much free pizza. We can't make it, you know. What I mean, too we much. Can't, we can't risk it on you, Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're great, but we yeah, can't risk it on you. About, you know what I mean? Because you, you're, you're too close to social You're too yeah. close. Too much free college, like we can't, Bernie. We can't yeah. risk it on you. We don't want to lose. We yeah. need, we need a Democratic president. Honestly, what? We, imagine if it would have been um, Bernie versus Trump. I think the the Democrats would get rolled no, on. I, when I think about it in hindsight now, mm. I feel like damn, it should have been Bernie because it would have been like. Everybody would been, we would have all been for Bernie. Mm-hmm. The, the thing with Bernie getting in the office, though, he would have had to live up to everything he said. And yeah, he made promises that the White House would not cash. Not, yeah, like that. Like, what's saying you 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 sentence, what's like, saying like you wrote checks that your ass can't cash or something yeah, like that? It's like yeah, like, you, you, it's you, like yo, now you in here, like you gotta get to work. Yeah, you're done. He wouldn't. Dad would have been bad. He probably would have got impeached. Honestly, <laughs> poor Bernie. 
poor Bernie, man. But his heart's in the right place. And it, it is. It you, is. You can tell he means what he says. There's too much white tape. Around. I mean, there's too much like yellow tape, whatever you call it. It's too much political stuff for for what Bernie wants to get through. You know what I mean? Too too many people getting fat and eating good from 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 this. Um, you know, I want to change the podcast before we get out of here. I know it's getting late. Um, on a lighter note, you know, basketball's coming up. Touch. You know, it's one of our favorite sports. Um, you know, I really feel like basketball will begin to challenge the NFL in the next couple of years, couple of decades, as America's most popular sport. It's yeah. going to take some time, but... 100%. It is, but, um, you know, some big news last year, Kevin Durant, whatever, went to the Warriors. Cool. But now we're starting to get, you know, microphones in his face. Interviews after every practice. Kevin Durant had a nice quote this week where um, he said, you know, I was excited watching... The Warriors lose. This is what he said. He said because he knew he could go there afterwards, and he said, you know, being with those guys, I would get a lot of open looks, a lot of open threes, a lot of open layups. They play selfless basketball. Now, me reading between the lines, it's just like everybody else. That was a jab at Russell Westbrook. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't care what you say, Kevin Durant. You came at Russell Westbrook and Oklahoma City. You pretty much said, you know what? I want to play with a team where they pass the ball. Which, you know what? That's his right. He's a free agent. He's earned that right. You can go to any team you want. And, you know, the way that um, the Warriors play basketball, you know what I mean? Kevin Durant will get a lot of open looks. And what do you think about, Taj, the comments pretty much? Because we all know he threw jabs at Westbrook. Um, should he just acquire or should he have not said nothing? Or I mean, I'm glad we're kind of starting to get the reasons because everybody kind of felt like, you know, KD and Westbrook, like they couldn't co- coexist together pretty much. Um, I mean, we all felt this, and I kind of I kind of respect it a little bit with KD saying, you know what, like I wanted to play selfless basketball. I wanted with, you know, with guys passing the ball. That's a smart comment. Yeah, that's smart. Cause that because that's Golden State system, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So that's smart to say. But saying it like, like with um, with KD, he's been saying a lot of stuff, and he goes like, "But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking down on mm-hmm. the Thunder." But you are when you're saying like, "I'm having more fun here." Mm-hmm. Where else were you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, you, you know, I, like, I'm so happy to be here right now. Where else were you? You were on one other team. <laughs> so you weren't so having fun there. <laughs> it's pretty easy for anybody, any interviewer to be like, are you talking about the Thunder? You were to only connect on the, dots, the Thunder. Yeah, exactly. It's, there's nothing to, like, gauge there. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> are you serious when, you, when you're really saying, like, oh, that's all about that. I'm just saying, but I'm having so much more fun here. Mm-hmm. It's it's more about just winning here. Yeah. Who is the other people you're talking yeah. about? There's no other people to talk about. You're talking about the Thunder, pretty much. You're talking about Westbrook because he was your point guard, was he not? Mm-hmm. He was. So if you're talking about you know it being more about basketball and not about selfish stuff. You're talking about your your last organization, and you're specifically talking about your point guard, your starting point guard. Exactly, Westbrook, who averaged ten assists a game. Your running mate, 
But you know what it is, Shots? It's like, those 10 assists come from Russell Westbrook driving and passing it off and stuff like that. It's like, the way the Warriors play, it's like constant movement of the basketball. It's not 15 seconds of me dribbling, beating my man and stuff like that. So it's like, KD wants that. And it's like, I respect it, but the way KD speaks, it's like, he's like, oh, like I saw him on that Bill Simmons any given Wednesday, and he was like, oh, uh, you know, I made my decision and that's it. Like, dude, you made the decision, you gotta live with this. People are gonna ask you these questions, so stop getting mad when people ask you these questions yeah. because you made your choice. You made your bed laying it. You know what I mean? Then you're giving these quotes, these like, pretty much, I don't know, um, you know, passive aggressive, I'm gonna say this, but you gotta, I'm gonna say this without saying this type of stuff, Todd. Just like, you know, you just said it. It's like, where else were you? So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, just come exactly. on and say it, KD. And you know what? I like this because KD right now, you're the villain. The Warriors are the villains of the NBA. Win, 60, win 65 games again. Win 70. They they're not going to win 73, but win 60. Win 65. I want to see this. I can't wait for the NBA, Todd. I'm waiting for the, for the regular season to start. I can't wait. Because preseason? A lot of quotes. I can't Looking wait. crazy. And I'm going to tell you one thing, Todd. I'm, I'm you, saw, you, you, you saw Curry getting... T- I mean, yeah. not Curry. You saw uh, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. He was livid. He was tight about the Golden State Warriors. He was tight. Because cause they blew up the Clippers. Yeah. They blew them out. Without even trying. Without even they trying. didn't break a sweat. Yeah, I'm not like the Warriors. going to win a lot of games. A, a lot, a lot of games. But... I'm circling. I'm gonna Google when I get home after this. I'm gonna Google the first OKC versus um, Golden State game. Westbrook might try to go for ninety. That game, he might go for ninety touch. He gonna try, but he not gonna get there. Um, I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait for the season. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be you good. know, you, you'll definitely hear more basketball talk here. Some more political talk. You know, definitely want to thank all you guys for listening again. You know, you can find us on 12by6.com. You might have heard of the website. Yeah, there. <laughs> Definitely on SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, once again, you know, get us Instagram, Twitter. You know, we're we here for you guys, man. You know, we, we're doing it. If you're from the Bronx, you should be listening. 100%. And we're going visual real soon. I know, I know y'all waiting for the visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. We're definitely, definitely happening soon, real soon. soon. Don't worry Come, about it. Coming real soon. It's coming um, soon. Definitely. Um, once again, thanks for the love. Thank you for the hate even more. We appreciate it. Oh, we love the hate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was Jay Rosa. Top boom. Peace. Make sure to hit the follow button on our SoundCloud and follow us on Twitter at. Two kids from the BX.